This is This is Open Shop The podcast The podcast that documents the journey 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 The journey of building and launching Open Shop The small business Geo Marketplace Welcome to another episode of Open Up Shop, the podcast. I'm your host, EA Green, and we're here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and to conquer these obstacles by just getting started. All right, guys, so we're back for another week. You know, you guys have been awesome. You know, I really do appreciate you guys coming back week after week, you know, listening and, you know, kind of keeping track of what we got going on. All right, and we are now tuned in for another episode of the Open Journal series. All right, so now in this episode of the Open Journal series, uh, basically I recorded a meeting that I had with a Mr. James Perry. Uh, essentially, he is you know an attorney, and you know has like a background supporting like marketing and things of that nature. And we met maybe a couple of months ago, and we just had a really good conversation about what we had going on with the Open Media Lab. And essentially, you know, we had a conversation where when it came down to my pricing, you know, it kind of seemed like that there was a, you know, potential opportunity for growth. All right. So, you know, in that moment, we decided that we needed to kind of sit down and he was going to work with me, you know, through the different conversations about marketing and with pricing. Uh, and so this conversation that we're going to play today is going to be you know, part one of, of a couple you know, of a couple episodes of the Open Journal series, where we cover a number of different things between marketing, pricing, and essentially the potential growth of what we have going on with the Open Media Lab. So, with that being said, I'm not going to really kind of push anything back any further. Here we go, the Open Journal series with Mr. James Perry, and we're talking about marketing and pricing. So the the plan is, you know, if I can. Like I said, if I can get, well, we can kind of get there. So if I can get uh, a certain number of like full service clients, um, I, I can, I can, you know, and I can get them to commit, you know, if I think I can get them to commit at least to six months, if I have like a certain number, I think I will be okay. You know, where, cause, uh, we can talk about that in a second, but I just figured that if I, cause, uh, for the most part, I'm getting them to commit for six months at a time. Right. Even though, but I'm like kind of pushing that, hey, look, the year is like what you really kind of need in order to kind of say, okay, we went from here to here and then let you judge it. You know what I mean? But I understand that things change, yada, yada, yada. So what is, um, what are all the services that you offer? Okay. So I provide basically engineering, like for your session. So um, you can rent the space. So let's say you can rent space. I engineer, you know, for that that hour, I can produce that hour for you. Where? What does that mean? So if you came in here and like you could literally come in here and say, "All right, I know what I'm going to record. I'm going to come in here, do what I got to do, and I'm going to leave." But 
uh, the producer aspect is like me providing you the assistance, like during the time that you're in here. So a lot of people might say, Hey, like they might want to use me as a sounding board or understand like, okay, this is what I'm trying to convey. Can you make sure that I'm like hitting these points? So, so it's just recording versus, um, you know, actually using your, uh, your, your intelligence around yes. podcasting. Yes. Or content like creation. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and what else? Uh, edit. So, um, essentially, I can edit audio, I can edit video. Um, and then, uh, I guess, um, like you say, full service. So basically, full service would have two different aspects. It's more of either if it's project based or if it's, I guess, more long term. So if you know that you're going to, you know, you're building a podcast or you're building a vlog and you know you're going to be doing this, you know, long term, if you commit, I, you know, essentially can give you, I can be as hands on or hands off as possible, you know, so where, you know, for like Mizu's podcast, like I'm, I would consider like, they would be considered a full service client, but like technically they're under like my umbrella in a sense. So like I give them like my full effort, right? So I'm helping them out with everything in terms of, uh, like I said, producing it, engineering it, like editing, all that good stuff. Um, and then I guess kind of like add on is just, uh, like, I guess this is kind of weird to say, but when you're in the space and say if you are doing a podcast and you want to videotape it, like I have cameras to like videotape it. So I don't, I don't really necessarily consider that like a service, but it's just like something to kind of sweeten. Why don't you get, why isn't it a service? Well, I guess I, I just, I guess it technically would be considered a service. Look, I mean, because because you say editing is uh, uh, video is a service, right? So, right, right, right. So what makes um, so I, well, video not a service? Yeah, I mean, so I guess it's just maybe it's just me kind of mixing them up. Like, I mean, just kind of like under like making sure that I'm not overstepping it with that because I'm literally I'm just setting up the cameras, you know, either. Like so I can use mine or if they have their own, I mean, if they have their own, that's clearly something different. But if I, they say, Hey, I want to, I want one angle of the three angles. Yeah. Like I would charge them extra for that. Uh, and, uh, and what are the add-ons? Oh, sorry. And another service is consulting. So I, uh, consult essentially on like the content creation process. So, um, I have like, I'm, I'm uh, kind of piloting a program with this one young lady where essentially she paid me for like four one hour classes to kind of get her like up to speed to be able to like get kind of build the confidence to all right to actually say now I am ready you know so there's like a like a it's almost like a way to kind of get her in the funnel because I feel like if I can build your confidence to you know it's okay I'm gonna put my best foot forward with this you know, and uh, maybe, yeah. What does she need to be trained on? So, you know, she, like, she know, like, she has an idea, right? So that's, so if you didn't have an idea or if you know, like, hey, I just want a podcast, but, and I'm thinking of these different ideas, I just need help putting it together. That's what, like, I will help out in that process. So, you know, kind of helping refining their idea, 
creating a format, um, you know, teaching them like etiquette, like mic etiquette in terms of like with these condenser microphones, like you got to make sure that you kind of revolve around the mic. Right. Um, so in that class, like those four weeks, I'm doing what I just said. She's going to create like once she create, we create the format for her. She's going to do a pilot episode like in here. Then we're going to review it together. And then once we review it together, I'm going to basically I'm kind of like giving her homework in a sense, like, all right, now go back and like get five people to like listen to this thing and give you their feedback. And then when, you know, you come back and essentially like we kind of like refine it so that when because like people understand, I think the people are starting to grasp the idea that this is like a like an investment. And I think that they don't want to put themselves in a pool. Right. Yeah. They realize it's an investment. So they don't want to just kind of go into it. Like, like, I guess like for someone like say if someone walks off the street and they've never done this before, they may not be able to create like an episode where they feel comfortable day one. Right. So it's just that one. It's like almost like a prerequisite type of thing, like trying to get them to a place where that, okay, I refined my idea. I paid for it clearly, but now I can, you know, I can like now go forward and, and what about uh, the process once the thing is done, right? So, so folks walk away with a you know, like an MP3, MP4, yeah. some other type of yes. recording. Uh, you know, the process of getting it uploaded to like their host. So, um, so the thing is, I only provide like the hosting and account management for the full service clients because I, I guess with that process, it, it just. It's all good. I'm yeah, I, I I don't I don't see where like how I would be able to do it like a la carte like because like I can't imagine that you want me to do your account management and I'm not doing all the other stuff that comes up before that right so you might as well I, can see it. I mean I guess it would be somebody could come in here record it they'll edit it themselves but then they give it back to me folks have iPhones right I mean they they could go out as a matter of fact. Someone could decide that this is um, not the right place for their podcast because it's something that they do in the field. Right. Uh, and so right. they could go out with a hand recorder or their phone and record it, and and, and but then get to the point that they're like, "Oh my God, this uh, this hosting and uploading stuff is crazy." You know. True. That's fair. That's fair. So, so tell me about uh, about about the current pricing. Okay. So the current pricing model is um essentially you rent the space by the hour um and then essentially you can add on things like so you can almost like kind of build your own adventure type of thing while you're in the space so to rent the space is 50 dollars an hour now um started off with the 25 as like an introductory pricing i moved it up to 50 just to kind of like show that that you know Hey, like I'm not playing. Like, hey, the price did go up. Um, no one is really like giving like super like you know, kind of like giving pushback on it. So that's cool. But um, so it's the fifty dollars an hour for the space. So that's either you get the four microphones for the podcast, or if you wanted to do a vlog, you can get up to the you know to two, two chairs and like the ring light. Like I'm not providing any cameras in that moment. That's assuming that you have like your own cameras um, for the vlog. Like I do provide like the audio myself because I have like a, a shotgun mic that I can that I can use. Yeah. And then essentially from there, that's when after they record this, 
I can say, hey, you can char- I can charge you for the editing. Like if you want me to do the editing, if you want me to, you know, pr- produce the episode with you, like in the moment, that's an additional cost. If you need, like I said, uh, so, yeah, take, me, take me through each, each potential cost. Okay. Each potential thing that folks will pay for. Okay. So if they came in for, pod- so like, again, like it's other podcasting, vlogging, and let's say like consulting, right? So for podcasting and vlogging, it's the $50 an hour for those. All right. They can either, for the add-ons that I have in... You say, and you say, if you're saying podcasting and vlogging, what you really mean is recording audio or video. Yes. Is that audio and video or audio or video? Audio or video. All right. And, but obviously, I guess no one records audio... No one records a video without sound. Right. Right. So, so does that, that presume that, it, that they would take their recording and extract the, the audio from it to, to turn it into a podcast or, or just what? Yeah. So, so they, what, they're not recording on like the, um, you know, boom mic or something like that. The audio is coming through here. Well, so for the, so since I'm not providing you the camp, like if you're coming here for a vlog, right. And you're not, and if I'm not providing you your own, um, like if you're providing your own camera, I will use my own boom mic and that will be the, like basically it will record the record the audio. So you would receive on either one of these cases, you would receive the, the raw audio at the end. But if you do, even though it's a vlog, yes. it's been recorded on their own camera. Yeah. Yeah, because like essentially like what, what they're coming in here for is the use of the space, right? They either might want to use the backdrop, you know. So, 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 so it's not really about whether or not they're podcast, podcasting or vlogging. It's just fifty dollars to rent space. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then, then what's the, the next um, increment? Okay. So, but, but and when they rent the space, so you don't walk out and leave them here. No. Right. You, I mean, essentially, essentially, I'm the I'm the engineer. So a lot. I mean, I wouldn't. I would never. I mean, unless we build a relationship, and let's say if I know that they have an engineer that I'm like, okay, like I've kind of dealt with you, and I'm okay with you. I mean, I'll sit to the side. I'll walk out for a second if that's what they want. But for the most part, everyone who has their own engineer type of thing, they usually have their own their own setup. So they're not even really coming in here. Okay. So, so but the, yeah, they they they. They're really paying for you to engineer their audio. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, once they once they rent the space, right? The um, essentially they can they can pay to uh, get cameras, right? So I have two currently. So basically, I haven't. I looked at a, a competitor to kind of see what they were doing. Actually, was one in New York. They uh, was doing. I think it was one. One was for twenty bucks an hour, and then each additional one was an, another another ten dollars each. Because they're not doing anything special, it's literally just setting it up one particular angle and just you know kind of letting them use it that way. All right. So let's say so let's say thirty dollars. Right. If they use if they use what I had today. All right. So the editing at a la carte is sixty dollars, so up to up to one hour of audio, or thirty minutes of video. 
right? Additional mastering is an additional 20 bucks. All right. So I do, as of right now, I do not have an a la carte, like a uh, account management thing. Like in terms of like the hosting stuff, like I don't have that because I, like, uh, yeah. So, so if they need mastering beyond what you've done in, in your editing, 20 bucks. Yeah. And, and so then what about full service? All right. Let me just pull up one that I did. So essentially what I what I did for like the, the high level is was at 600 a month. And that was not what that was not including any like any video. So that was just like, hey, I just want to do like a podcast for, for an hour, like once a week. And that included the like the account management and stuff like that to handle that for them. So, so basically, you know, that is what one twenty five a week. What's uh, is that right? Or one fifty a week? Yeah, I think it's he has one fifty a week. And one fifty per podcast. Yes. And so, and it looks like I'm. Undercharging them, right? But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm doing the math. Yeah. So if that's just audio and you're charging fifty bucks to engineer and sixty bucks um, for an hour of editing, then that's one ten. And um, so the, so they're paying an extra forty bucks. Um, what is it that they get for that? Uh, do they get something additional for the forty bucks, or are they? so the the producing like me being like kind of like into like their like their work that comes with it and is it is um is it your experience that folks really can record an hour-long podcast in an hour uh so i I, my my take is that you should your podcast should every 45 minutes should be an hour like that's an hour at a time because you the the likelihood of you coming in here being prepared to just record it and to leave and be able to do an hour is not possible. Right. So I guess what I'm asking, what I'm getting at is, uh, is that if it's a yeah, 600 a month and it's four podcasts, uh, it, what I'm trying to figure out is, should I think about this as them really using one uh, engineering hour? So it's really a $50 uh, engineering hour that's in there or do they end up really using two engineering hours? So, okay, so I see what you mean. So for the one that I'm just read off to you, which is, I guess it was a little weird. So this was for something that I did put out there. Like I uh, build it at two engineering hours. Like, so like basically they would get 10 hours a month, right, to be in the space, but I would only edit four episodes. So technically they could come in and record a fifth episode if they needed to, but they are literally just getting the. They're really getting two and a half hours per, per podcast. Basically, so so basically, it kind of gives them that time where they can come in and take their time and you know really kind of do what they have to do. So and yeah, so I based off of what I, the way I did it for that, and I think it was, it's probably because I was trying to sweeten the pot for, you know, trying to like kind of book that first client. Uh, that comes out at twenty dollars an hour in terms of the engineering time. Okay. Um, and so, and how do how do how do people know about you? So you know, I essentially like for the most part, I am like hitting the pavement. Like I'm going to these different events. Uh, 
funny thing is every night uh, from between 8 and 12, these lights that you see, like they kind of flash and people see them from outside the window. Uh, believe it or not, I didn't think it was going to work, but it did. Um, where like it was a couple of, uh, I think it's like there's like this downtown Winston Salem Facebook group. How would they know that it's a podcast studio? So I guess it was kind of like a that was like a viral moment that happened on Facebook. Like people were asking around, and they kind of like people were like like uh, just like sharing information, and like people were like tagging me in it and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, I don't pay for electricity in here, so it's like I guess I'm just kind of taking advantage of that. Um, but of course, using social media, and I'm uh, creating my own content like out of the space, right where. Um, like we have a video series that's going to come out uh, in a couple of weeks where essentially like we had acts come in and it's like trying to find ways to like not come off selly, but just of, hey, this is stuff that was created here. I mean, I think I think and I think in addition to those like those efforts, like I wanted to I feel like by create like packaging and creating different things to kind of show what you can actually be done in this space would be more beneficial because I feel like there's an education factor in here. And I think the best way to kind of show that education is kind of showing something entertaining, right? Rather than just saying, come here, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's more, I think like any other business, like they would, you know, you have different avenues that you kind of travel at the same time to see what bites. Okay. And um, how many clients would you estimate you currently have? Uh, paying clients, uh, <laughs> right. So, uh, that are residual or just like that I've had since I've been open. Uh, this week, how many people are going to come use the studio? I have one coming in this week. All right. And and how many do you have booked for September? I have three booked for September. And it's like one is an, a completely a la carte um, session where I'm doing like the full service. Um, one is that class that I told you about, like the, the four week class. And uh, I'm, just, I'm supposed to be starting that full service client this month. Uh, you don't have that contract signed. I do not. But so from her, from her, from her. In spades, it's two and a possible. Right. And, 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 and what, what's, your, what's your ultimate goal? Where do you want to see this? Um, yeah. In so I looked at this as a way to supplement my income, right, from my full-time job so that I can, you know, essentially, someone's like kind of creating like my own part-time job that so that when I can get rid of the, the full nine to five, so I can use that time to work on other projects. So essentially it's to fully convert to going completely um, you know, hundred percent on my own. The way I think I get, I get there is by getting, uh, full, um, full service clients. In order for you to get to the point that you say, um, this is it, I'm doing this full time and quitting my job. How much money does it have? So I, my, my goal is I want to get I think if I can get five to six full service clients to commit at a thousand a month. That's not what I'm asking. Okay. I, I, I want a number. Like how much money do you think you have to make per year 
um, doing this before you, you're together playing you're like alright I'm comfortable um I think I can make 60 a year and be able to to make the jump it'd be you know clearly be like a uh I'm not asking you what your sacrifice number is okay you know like you're real comfortable oh comfortable uh I would say 80. Yeah, 80 a year. Okay. So, so um, and, and one more question. Do, do, do you get folks, uh, do you ever get any pushback about the time? Uh, you know, do folks ever say, well, look, you know, um, we're corporate people. And yeah. You know, we're available nine to five. And right. You, you don't open until five. So uh, when I did the pitch, only one person has mentioned it to me. And I told them that, like, if there's like, if their project like requires special timing, like I'll make it work. But what I've noticed is that the majority of the people who have like been interested in coming into the space, like they they work, you know, they're nine to five, and like either if they're an entrepreneur, they have to be available to their clients, right? Or if they they have like their business, like they have to be available to their business and this it they appear that it works for them. Right. What other uh, negative feedback did you get? Or like uh, not necessarily negative but um, cautious? I mean the biggest thing that I've noticed is people not responding to um the um like the proposals, right? So they've reached out to me, we've had the meeting, great meeting from what it appears to be. Because they they follow up right away, um, I send them the proposal, and then crickets. Like not, and I think it's like I'm okay with a no, I'm okay with a not yet, but like no, like they some of them are just not answering, like they're just not responding. And I you know I follow up and stuff like that. How do you follow up? Uh, via email, uh, primarily through email. Depending on like the relationship, like I might call them, but it's primarily through email. I have a few thoughts. I'm still percolating on some of it. So, yeah. Um, the very first thing is, um, is that, it's like I strongly get the impression that you are in the business of of recording, producing, uh, of creating high quality podcasts, um, but that you don't realize that you're in the sales business. Fair, um, yeah. and which is a uh, a common experience for, for entrepreneurs. You know, we folks will find a thing that they love, yeah, and really focus on doing what they love, right? right? And um, but uh, if if you never pitch it, never sell it, or if you sell it inadequately, then you know, then who's going to pay you money? Who's going to know to pay you money? Right. And uh, it's a bit of a survive. So, yeah. you know, I run into uh, when you look at the the budgets for, for instance, a you know, Fortune 500 company. Um, you know, the, so from from my standpoint, marketing and sales are the same thing. Yeah, and the the, uh, and the, the real difference is that in in in, um, in most marketing approaches, you're talking to really large groups, mm-hmm. sending a kind of a broad message. But but in in sales, you are talking. Um, Hopefully, to an individual or a smaller group who, that you think you can truly convert, mm-hmm. and and so the 
when you combine the marketing and the sales budget from from a lot of big companies, sometimes it's 60, 70, 80% of the budget that they're spending on on marketing and sales. Yeah. And um, you know, it, and so when you think of like a big technology company like an like an Apple um, or or Google um, or or even when you take, think of a, a car company like a Ford, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, you, you would really presume that they would spend most of their money on creating the next iPhone, the next F one fifty, or whatever the case right. may be, and they do spend a lot of money on that. But um, but when you uh, compare it, the vast majority of the time and the money uh, is really spent on on selling the product and marketing the product. Right. So. Um, so so you know, I th- it seems to me like you have a um, a really great set of products. Um, but that the um, from a, a, a time standpoint, um, the business is set up so that you don't have enough time to be able to get out there and market it, right? So, you know, if uh, if every night you are here from five to nine, and you're the sole employee, and then on Saturdays you're here from nine to four, and and Sundays are the, are the day to take a second and finally breathe, mm-hmm. then you know when would when would you actually be out truly marketing? Right. Presumably, um, the only time for you to market is when no one else is, is in here, which is kind of spare time, which is an ad hoc. Right. It's not really it's the time that is designed for you to spend marketing the business. So, um, but also, you know, when I when I asked about marketing, you didn't really talk about like here's what the marketing budget is, or here's what the um, here's what the plan yeah, and stuff like that. How, how many folks. Yeah. Um, can I can I sure. so. So the thing is, I when I when I looked at uh, like marketing, right? I realized again, there's you know multiple different streams that I can kind of go down, right? And given that I don't necessarily have like there's you know minor upgrades that I'm making into the space and stuff like that. Um, like technically, right now, like only thing I really need to do is I think I just want to get. Um, like a an iMac that you know I could just have something like a station that's in here and one more camera essentially that's all and I feel like that will allow me to fully utilize the space you know and provide max what I you know what people might might need to create now you know what I mean yeah but let, but let me just let me just pause it right okay. so we're talking about marketing and sales right, right? and you said and, and so you you were like hold on let me pause you right and then. Uh, and then instead of telling me about marketing and sales, you tell me about what equipment investments you needed to make in order to make it um, um, make sure that, that that you could really maximize the space. Um, and you tell me that during the week when there's only one client, right? Right. Like so, I, I would argue, you know, maybe you don't need any more equipment just yet, right? And let me just be clear. Mm-hmm. I'm a tech nerd, right? right? I'm an equipment nerd, right? So, like, the main thing I wanted to do when I walked in was, like, I couldn't see the brand on your microphones, and so I wanted to rip the the, uh, the, the top off, right. the, you know, to, to, you know, the pop filter off. You know, and I come in, and I'm like, you know, is that logic or, or what? And then, you know, like, that, that's, that's the yeah, yeah. Right? I'm right. the person who just comes in and is like, and, you know, and, and when I look at, at, the, at, at the way that you have the mixing board set up, I'm like, that's interesting. I wouldn't just run, you know, it looks like you're running both mics into one channel. Right? right, I probably would you know, would segregate out and have you know multiple in- inputs so I could run multiple channels so I could I could edit them separately. Right, yeah. that's, how, that's how much of a nerd about recording right. that, I, that I am. Right, but I can uh, I, I can say those things. But um, 
the, the average Joe on the, sh- the person who's coming to you and saying, I need you to record my podcast, doesn't know any of that shit. Right. They don't understand any of it. Right. Um, and, and they might come in and be like, so which one, which one do I talk into? Right. right. And so, so, and you know, you know how to record. So, yeah. so no matter how much more equipment you have, you're going to be able to deliver a quality project. Yes. And, um, and even if uh, you have less equipment than you have now, or if you have more. Right. So it's, it's really, I want to make, uh, make sure that I'm really clear here that, that yeah, this is a complete reorientation um, to the point where you're really focusing on how do you get the people in here. Yeah. Right. Not, and, and, That's fair. And, and they're not going to come in here. Um, the people who recognize what equipment you have and, and you know, and looking at that kind of stuff, uh, you know, a large percentage of those folks are going to be the folks who already have some equipment or who are competitive in some kind of way yeah. and who don't necessarily need the service. And, right. And um, so, so, so that's why I'm, I'm you know, uh, marketing, right? Yeah. And, and, and how, how do you how do you more effectively spread the business, right? So, look, when when you go to the website, um, you know, the, the so the great thing is that, that you have the, one of the most important things, which is schedule something. Schedule, 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 right? I mean, that's really what the website is. Yeah. Which means you can, if someone goes there and they want to schedule, you can convert them right away. Yes. But for what? Right? The, the website doesn't do a great job of telling me... Uh, what they get from it, yeah. Well, what the, you know, what, what is this place? What does it do? Um, you, know, you know, why is it so great at what it does? Um and you know, just you know, I'm not being sold, mm-hmm. right? And um, and so it's like buy this thing, but I'm not going to tell you that much about why you should buy this thing. Yeah. Well, who buys it? Right. No one. No one would. Yeah. yeah. I guess. So, and, and, unless they, unless unless they, they have already had the experience here and they're sold on the experience. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know, I, I was already kind of thinking of along this line when I asked. Um, when you said that you were producing, um, you know, some some podcasts that were uh, where you were featuring artists and so forth, and and you you were like, I'm trying not, I'm trying to make it not too silly, but with the hopes that when people see, you know, what the outcome is, that that they'll see why this is important and viable for the business. You know, what I suspect is that uh, that if if you if when I look at that, at the way that, that that selling is happening right now, mm-hmm. that if you if you bring down you know the tone of the selling tone, then oh my god, like you know people might see this great podcast and have no clue where it's coming from, right? And um, but so so you know you really kind of have two, two options always, which is to um, to purchase the marketing and selling um, part of the business, you know, purchase, pay someone else to do it, mm-hmm. um, or do it yourself. Yeah. And the business is probably at a phase right now where you got to do it yourself. Right. And and so if you if you if you have to do it yourself, then it, it you know it's probably going to be one of the hardest uh, reorientations uh, in that you got to stop thinking about how how another engineer would see this space or, or what they would think and really think about what gets the average Joe moving. And they don't give a damn what kind of what quality microphone or what software right. or you know you know how many cameras or what angle the cameras are or any of that kind of stuff. The only thing that they really um, you know they they want to understand uh, does this really help me to achieve my goal? You know, and the goal has nothing, nothing to do with any of the, the technical things that I think you and I go into.
All right. So that was this episode for the Open Journal series. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, our conversation was for a little over uh, maybe an hour, hour and a half. So there's tons of different gems that were in there. But that was just a short snippet. You know, we'll definitely kind of go back and listen to another part of the conversation at a later date. Uh, you know, I really do appreciate his, you know, his time when he came in because he didn't have to do this. And he was just he said himself that he had a vested interest to kind of see that this uh, that this endeavor really does take off. And, and I'm just, you know, so humbled and so appreciative of anyone who wants to take out their time to, you know, essentially just have a conversation about what I can do better. Because, you know, it's really tough when you're an entrepreneur to kind of go into these things thinking that you're doing everything correctly, but you just need someone who has a unfiltered, you know, an unbiased opinion about what you have going on to kind of get you set on the right path. All right. So now, now with that being said, let's get into this week's hashtag comfort zone killer. And with this comfort zone killer for this week actually really does stem on a, an announcement that I'm making later on today at 12 p.m. If you listen to this on Monday, when this officially comes out uh, with the Open Media Lab, we wanted to create our own content. And I felt like that when you create our own content, it really does give us a chance to show what is going on and what we can do in the space. So we created a showcase web series where essentially we show off different types of talent of all types and we show off talent on both sides of the camera. So for this week's hashtag comfort zone killer, it is simply give yourself permission. Again, it is give yourself permission. All right. So that really goes into what the announcement that I'm making later on today. You know, I will leave you guys the link of the video in the show notes so you can take a look. You know, this will it'll be ev- everywhere, you know, after 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it'll be on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. All right. So now with that being said, tune in next week for your weekly dose of Make It Happen. But in the meantime, you can follow my journey by following me at EA the Exec on all platforms and learn more about OpenShop at OpenShop.com and at OpenShop US on all platforms. And if you're in Winston-Salem or in the local area, you can visit me at 301 North Main Street in downtown Winston-Salem at the Open Media Lab and at Open Media Lab on all platforms. Now go get your journey started and build your idea, project, or business. Just remember, all you have to do is open up shop. Peace.